Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. Dr. Joan Wadsworth talking to you live from Pearl River, Louisiana. And I'm glad I'm with you this morning. And uh, or if you're going to listen later, a lot of people listen at their convenience, which is fine. Um, we're glad and uh, we can help you. And if we can help you any other way, please let us know. Uh, you can message us on Facebook, uh, Whitestone Ministries. You can message the, us on Facebook. We'll be glad to send you uh, teaching materials about our uh, program to recovery, or be a victor instead of a victim, and that's what we want to talk about today, being a victor instead of a victim. Um, the ministry was founded on Revelation 2.17, and um, it's about relationships. It's about overcoming. Well, let me read you Revelation uh, 2.17. We'll go from there. Um, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the hidden manna, and will give him a white stone, and in the stone a new name written, which no man knoweth, saving he that receiveth it. And that's what our ministry is founded on, this verse, and the white stone with the name that nobody else knows but the person that has the white stone. And that was given to people that were went to trial, and after uh, the, the trial or at the end of the trial, the jury would come back and with a black or a white stone. And that black or white stone would be whether they're guilty or not guilty. If they were not guilty, they would give them a, right, a white stone so that they could take this white stone wherever they're at and their verification that they have been found not guilty of all charges or of the charges. And also, uh, more than half of the population in the Roman Empire were slaves. Uh, sometimes you could earn your, your freedom, and as proof that you were free and you were no longer a slave, you were given uh, a white stone, and the name written on that stone would uh, verify that you're free. And so we're taking that into the... Uh, recovery community and knowing that a person can experience freedom from any addiction, any oppression, any uh, abuse through Christ. And once they realize that, once they know that in their heart, once they ex have experienced that, that is proof to them in their heart. There's that name written, that relationship that is built on the in the heart of a person so that they know that they're free they are liberated they are an overcomer um, overcome is the uh, word used in the English in the Greek the word is hypernicosis or yeah or better known as hypernike hypernike and which is a reference to being a conqueror. Nike was the Greek god of conquering, and 
that's where we, you know, you you ever see a pair of shoes or whatever, Nike, that's what it means, a conqueror. Nike was the Greek god of conquering. And so the uh, the Greek word that is translated into the English as overcomer, the Greek word is hypernike, which means you're more than a conqueror through Christ. Okay? And so we want to talk about that today, about conquering whatever is binding you up, putting you in bondage uh, to the things of this world and to your flesh. See, because life is about relationships. And the quality of life experienced is proportional to God's love expressed in relationships. The, more, the most important relationship is with God, which is practicing the first commandment. Love God with all your heart, mind, and soul. Today we want to look at the simplicity of fulfilling the first commandment and not fulfilling it and the importance of it as seen in the scriptures. And specifically, I like to bring up the victim or the victor. Our culture, our government, our religion, our religions of today do not preach victory in Christ. They preach or they promote, let me put it that way, they promote being a victim. Being a victim, staying a victim for many, many, many reasons. Um, the, the new Obamacare, I don't know if you saw the uh, um, country, West, country music awards at the beginning of it, that little skit, that um, uh, two uh, country music uh, stars, I guess you call them, did, but it was really, it hit the point on how much uh, the government is ineffective in helping you in anything. The government cannot help you. Only Christ can. And the more the government tries to help you become a victor, you are a victim of their attempts and their uh, meddling in your life uh, to become a victor. The only way to get victory, the only way to overcome any oppression, addiction, abuse, is through faith in the Holy Spirit through Christ Jesus our Lord. Not through government, not through government programs, not through Christian programs, not through the Christian quote-unquote church, not through religion, but through a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, uh, with God through Christ. That is the only way that you will be a victor. Our government, especially right now, is attacking that truth. They are attacking uh, the Christian church, the evangelistic church. They are attacking the church in many different ways uh, because of the scriptures and what the scriptures say about certain lifestyles. And if you were to look, well, let's look at Revelation chapter 2 and verse 17. Well, Revelation chapter 2 and verse 12, we'll start there. Very interesting how the uh, the background to this church of Pergamos and what is happening today in our country. That um, how that the government was very strong in Pergamos, 
and religion was very strong. And health care was promoted, or Pergamus was known for health care. There were rulers and people that would come from uh, all over the Roman Empire to come to Pergamus because of the gods and the medicinal help that people could get in Pergamus. It was known for that. Uh, the gods in there were the Greek gods, uh, and they were known for their, uh, well, matter of fact, I forget the name of the, I can't pronounce half of those uh, Greek gods anyhow, maybe more than half. But one of them was, um, the, his symbol was what is used by in the medical um, field today as their uh, cross with a snake on it. That's what, and that was his symbol also of this God that was in Pergamos. Okay? And so we can find a lot of similarity today, what's going on in our, our world today, as it was 2,000 years ago. Okay? So there's nothing changed. Government has always tried to control your life and, and take away from those that have and take away from the have-nots. Okay? So they'll never have it. Okay? And so in Pergamos, we also see religion is very strong. The religion uh, is very strong there of the Greek gods. Okay? Let's read in Revelation chapter 2, verse 12. And to the angel of the church in Pergamos write, These things saith he which hath the sharp sword with two edges. And that's a, re that's a reference to the word of God. And that's what I'm trying to tell you. You can go to religion. You can go to programs. You can go uh, to all kind of therapy, uh, religious therapy, Christian therapist. But if you do not go to the word of God, you will not get free. You will not find freedom. You will not be free. You will be deceived into thinking that you're being helped, and you will find yourself months, years down the road in a false security or any security, but your life as you know it today will be no better in the future. But if you trust in Christ and in the Word of God, which is the two-edged sword, the two-edged sword is a sword that will cut your thinking up. It will also uh, protect you. It's, it, that's why it's a two-edged sword. It cuts both ways. There's no way that you swing that sword, uh, a fighter, uh, a soldier would fight, um, and he would not um, do some damage or he would show that thing and protect himself. And as a matter of fact, I want to uh, let you know I don't have a photograph, but I'm uh, wearing a a red shirt today in, in, uh, in reference to and in respect of the veterans. And today is for those that are not at home, that are the soldiers that are on the battlefields or in foreign countries uh, protecting our freedoms that we have today, the freedom of liberty. And we are being attacked by our government uh, by, uh, against our freedom of religion and our freedom of our faith in the Word of God, in the Word of God. Let me uh, go to Hebrews. Uh, let me see. Let me get to, yeah. Yes, Hebrews 4.12. Go to Hebrews 4.12 with me. And if you don't, I'll just read it to you. The Word of God is quick 
and powerful and sharper, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. The Word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So by reading the Word of God, by studying the Word of God, by taking time and getting alone with the Word of God, instead of going to all of this therapy and all of these groups and all of these rehabs and all this other, and medication, get alone with God. Put your faith in the Word of God and put your faith in the Holy Spirit to speak to you in very simple and distinct language and discreet language to help you and to discern the intents of your heart. He knows. He knows. And the word of God is given to us for that purpose. Anything, any counseling, any therapy, any help that is not centered and focused in the interpretation and application of the word of God to you personally is of the devil. It's of Satan. Yep, that's right. Yeah, look, the government has, look, I worked for a state government that had uh, substance abuse programs and, a, and addiction programs, and uh, the courts would bring or force, uh, I call them kids, uh, people to come uh, to get help, and so that the courts would say, well, we're, we're, we're trying our best, the government, okay? The help that was there was secular. It was not Christ-centered. I had more trouble with the staff in my approach to helping people through Christ and pointing them to Christ than I had with the, the clients that were there. That's right. I had the same problem when I worked at the Home of Grace, when the staff would confront me about not directing people to go to church, but to go to Christ and seek help from Christ in the word of God instead of latching on to some church and believing that church is going to help you over your addiction or your abuse. That's false security. The only security is in you getting on your knees, reading the word of God, and like Mark Twain said, it's not what I don't understand about the Word of God. It's what I do understand that gets to me or bothers me or whatever. And getting alone and letting the Holy Spirit interpret the Word of God, teach you, counsel you, comfort you personally. Anything else is a deviation, a distraction from the truth and from the true help of Jesus Christ involved in your life. Remember what the first commandment is. Life is about relationships, okay? And if you don't have that personal relationship with God through Christ, then you have another relationship with someone else who is trying to help you, seriously, sincerely trying to help you, but has not the ability, the power, the insight to help you. Well-meaning people. Well-meaning people. And so... Any deviation from what I just said is of the devil. And I'm not 
mixing words. I'm trying to play, say it out there as plain as I can say it. Are you a victim or are you a victor? If you're trusting in Christ, you will be an overcomer. You will overcome any abuse, addiction, uh, any hassle, hang-up that you have in life through Christ, through a personal relationship. Now, the first command, this is how God created us. He created us to have him first in our life. And then the second one is like unto the first, but to love thy neighbor as thyself. But the first commandment, okay, is to love God with all your heart, mind, and soul. And the word of God will interpret and explain how to love God with all your heart, mind, and soul. Religion takes that scripture and manipulates it in massages, massages the word or other, and adds their own religion to or their own teachings to the word of God to dilute the word of God to make it impotent and so that it has no effect but it only deceives you further and you have this warm fuzzy feeling and uh, this place was known for its health care Pergamus was known for its health care there's, if there's one thing that people are scared of they're scared of bad health you know they want to live long they want to live healthy but if you stick into the Word of God and you look into the Word of God, you will live healthy and you will have a good life. How long? Only God knows. Okay? But you stick into the Word of God, you listen to the Word of God, you listen to the Holy Spirit and develop that relationship with the Holy Spirit, you will know when he says what he says, when he says it, and how he says it, and he's not uh, a God of many words. Okay? And I'll just give you a comparison. Obamacare is, what, over 22,000 pages? The Word of God is a lot less than that, but it'll help you out a lot more. And you'll live and, and enjoy life a lot more without the government intervention. Our, our, our health is on ta- uh, attacked. Uh, this is the same thing that happened before uh, World War II was the control of the German government, the Nazis, over the German people. And they just sat there, and no matter what the warnings were, no matter how much the, 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 how loud the bullhorn was to warn the people, they did not listen. They had to go through the pain of, of World War II. And we're about headed there today, again. Uh, just to give you a little uh, up-to-date of current events, uh, John Kerry, our Secretary of Defense, is over in Europe somewhere, and he is in the process of uh, taking away all the restrictions we have on Iran and the monetary and trade restrictions so that they can, without any repercussions, Iran doesn't have to do anything, and so that they can go ahead and have their nuclear weapons. He's being warned by uh, the, the prime minister or the president of Israel, and so... Uh, and by others in the free world that he's given them a carte blanche uh, to go ahead and uh, Iran to go ahead and develop their weapons. And so, and so then we're going to have a lot of warfare take place. Okay? And you don't think that bother, that's going to affect you? Uh, look, I'm a veteran. I'm a veteran. I know 
when I was a high school senior, we were hot and heavy in Vietnam. And I had to make a choice whether I wanted to uh, float on a ship, fly in an airplane, or dig a foxhole. That was my choice when I graduated. Five days after I graduated from high school, I didn't go to uh, Destin, Florida and, and lay on the beach. Five days later, I was in boot camp, uh, pushing up, doing push-ups, and running on the, on the grinder. Because our government thought it best for us to go fight a war in Vietnam. And a lot of good men lost their lives because our government had no backbone and they were interested in making money for corporations. And it's the same thing today. You have a lot of well-meaning men and women that are on the front lines and they're being used as pawns in our government by our government to their own benefit and not to the benefit of the military. As a matter of fact, uh, this Hagel guy that's in charge of the department, uh, oh, no, that's right, uh, uh, Carrier's Department of uh, the Secretary of Defense. Uh, uh, but anyhow, Hagel's uh, Secretary of Defense, and he told uh, head honchos in the government uh, of the military that they have to sacrifice. They're going to have to sacrifice. That means they're going to have less health care. They're going to have less benefits. And you know what that's going to do. They're going to be taking away our retirement, uh, the retirement of the military, and everything else. So this is to weaken our country. Okay? That's what the idea of this administration is, is to weaken this country, to defeat it from within. When it attacks the Christianity and our faith in the Word of God and our ability to practice our faith, you know, they say, well, yeah, you can preach behind the pulpit against sodomy and adultery and fornication, uh, but you can't practice it in your business or in your workplace. That is hypocrisy, and, and that is our government trying to take away. It's an attack by Satan on Christianity. It's, it's an attack on Satan, by Satan, on Christianity. That's what it is. And the Christians, look, you, you put up with this. Look, this government is encouraging. This is what I'm talking about. This government is encouraging fornication and irresponsibility. And if there's anything that's lacking in the recovery community is virtue. You want to know why you're addicted to something? It's because you're not virtuous. You have no morals. Maybe you were raised in an immoral place. I don't know. But that's the problem. You get into the Word of God, you're going to build some virtue. The Holy Spirit's going to get a hold of you and change your way of thinking and, and the way you do things and the, uh, the way you live and think and who you associate and everything else. And that's what he, you have to have done to you so that you can be victorious. Okay? But this government and religion stands on the side, and religion encourages it because they're afraid of get, losing their tax exemption but from the government and allows the fornication, irresponsibility, illegitimate children, abortions. That's murder. And this government encourages it. This government took forced 
the schools to take away prayer from schools. Force the schools. No prayer. That means that the highest authority was exchanged for God to the government. And the government forced that. And what we're finding today is the results of that. Is the results of a forcing of taking God out of a person's life and having a reverence and respect uh, to the authority of God in their lives. And then shortly after prayer was taken out, then abortion was um, court-ordered. It was legalized so that people, women could have abortion. And so that's murder. And then now it's sodomy. It's, um, it's lesbians and, and sodomites can have, um, uh, are allowed in the military. And you know that sexual assault in the military is up 46%. 46%. All it is him, all it is hugabaloo about um, we're going to attack sexual assaults in the military, it's up 46%. They don't tell you who's being assaulted. Okay? They don't tell you who's being assaulted. They make you think it's men on women, but I'm telling you, it's men on men and it's women on women. That's right. That's right. You take away the virtue out of a person. They're going to go into addiction to what they wanted not to be virtuous about. I'm going to show you something. I have a few minutes, and I'm going to show you something. Look at Galatians chapter 5. Galatians chapter 5, verse 19. Galatians 5, 19, the Bible says there, Now the works of the flesh are manifest. <clears throat> okay, that means that the flesh wants to do these things, and when it gets its way, it is manifested. It is 6 o'clock news. It is front-page headlines that these things are active in a person's life. The first one is adultery, fornication. I mean, look, I, I, I was sitting down watching some TV show yesterday, and this woman got on there and says, my uh, my baby's daddy got me this free phone, and he got me this uh, free this and free that, and I'm so. And now I got this big old ring on. This is my baby's daddy did this. They're bragging about fornication. They're bragging about adultery. Our government provides for women everything that everything they need to raise that child without a, a, a father, a husband. A two-family home. Okay? It's called fornication. It's called adultery. This is what the flesh wants to do. And if there's no virtue, if there's no pushback against this, it's going to become addicted to it. Let me go further down. Uncleanness, lasciviousness, which is sodomy, which is homosexuality. Uh, verse 20, idolatry, witchcraft. Witchcraft, the Greek word for witchcraft is pharmacia. Pharmacia, drugs. Witchcraft is the uh, use of drugs, the abuse of drugs. Okay. Now let me tell you something. There is don't expect it to be an end to drug abuse or a drug addiction anytime soon. There's too much profit in it. There's too much profit for the rehab community, and the money they make is too much profit for the, the drug enforcement agents that 
are trying to stop this. Uh, you watch, um, you watch a, a movie. Uh, we, uh, we just watched it. Not end of watch. The end of watch. Very good movie. But you'll see in there some highfalutin federal drug enforcement agents try to tell the local cops, don't mess with these drug dealers. They were not just drug dealing, but they were uh, trafficking people also. And that's a big thing, sex traffic. And that's what they were doing in Pergamos also. They were having sex trafficking. Well, what do you, what do you mean? Well, I'll have to continue on that. But if I can help you to know Christ and the power of his resurrection in your life today, you contact me via Blog Talk Radio, the Facebook, or Facebook. I want to help you. There's no charge. Uh, freely uh, received, freely given. I love you in the Lord. God loves you. And all these other people are trying to manipulate you. They're trying to manipulate you and use you for their purpose in life. They need victims to justify their paycheck. They need victims to justify you giving to them. You're a victim or you're a victor. If you're a victor, you don't need them. You need and you have Christ. And he is the power in your life. Not religion, not government, only Christ. He is your comforter. He is your counselor. He is your director. And then you, by doing this, you fulfill the, the way we were created. We were created to love God first and foremost. So you are naturally doing what you were made to do. There's no half. Having virtue is very simple and easy then. God bless you.